The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hour two on a Thursday, September 7. Toby and TJ back with you. This show brought to you every day by the River Wind. First day of King of the Mountain. Get your picks in today or tomorrow between 6 and 9 a.m. They have to be in those time frames. You have to put your name on your pick. Which NFL team are you picking to win in week one? If you're right, you move on to week two. You can't use that team again. If you're wrong, you're out. We will eventually arrive at one champion our contest this this year sponsored by the carlsbad management group falls at brookhaven is a carlsbad management apartment complex just west of university north park and that awesome new arena that is being proposed conveniently located by, right by university north park check them out um okay teach man it's been a while we got caught up in football a lot of stuff going on, and you know how things just slip by us. So I thought today might be a good time to get everybody caught up, and uh, let's read the news. It's time for a surprise edition of In the News with Toby Rowland. That's a little hot. That's a little hot right there. Uh, it is time for In the News. Uh, surprise to TJ. Were you not ready? Are you not prepared for In the News? All the stuff that you have to do to get ready for In the News? Well, I'm just saying. We've been so busy. Like you said, it hasn't. we haven't had In the News in a while. So it's kind of a surprise for everyone. What a thrill. What a thrill this must be. Um, I'm excited about this. The first annual, so it sounds like this is going to be a uh, regular deal, Parade of Champions will be this Saturday. In Norman, uh, on campus, it starts at two o'clock. TJ, right there at Campus Corner, it starts at Yo Pablo's, I think. At uh, no, it's Baked Bear is where it starts. Baked Bear. So next two door o'clock. to Yo Pablo. Yeah, that's right. It's perfect timing because Teddy and I go one to two, and then we can hop right out and be a part of that parade of champions. No doubt they would like for that to happen. <laughs> so here's what you're it is: no, you're no champion. They're going to go from the Baked Bear uh, right down Asp Avenue to the Oklahoma Memorial Union. So, you know, TJ, just right there, straight line, right through Campus Corner, across Boyd, and then right down through the campus Mm -hmm. to the Union. Right. And this will be the athletes and coaches, I would assume, that won championships last year at OU. So we're talking – we're talking – the softball team, teach Women's gymnastics. Uh, track and field had a national champion last year in the heptathlon, Pippi Lotta Enoch. 
Uh, also, the women's basketball team, women's tennis team, and men's golf teams will all be honored for their conference championships last year. Some other individuals who won Big 12 titles last year all will be in a big parade. Uh, I believe the uh, Sooner Schooner will be there, the, the, the Pride Drumline. It's going to be cool. So come on down, 2 o'clock Saturday. If you're down there, you know, that's about when everybody starts to arrive anyway. Over by Campus Corner, right through there, line up along the parade route. You can see your national champion softball team, your national champion women's gymnastics team. Uh, it's going to be – I like this idea. Parade of champions. It's going to be an annual thing, and it starts at 2 o'clock on It's like the parade of homes, Saturday. but with champions. Yes. It's nothing like the parade of homes. The word parade is in there, and that's really the only thing that makes it similar. But uh, come on down and be a part of that. I think it's going to be a cool concept. Good idea. Wish I had that idea, but I didn't. Here we go. Caleb Williams is an interesting uh, individual. Carl may be even more interesting. We've certainly got to know Carl in his days at OU. Carl did an interview with GQ. Of course he did. He said he's not happy with how the NFL draft works. <laughs> I, I don't know if Carl just looked up and started, let me look and see how this NFL draft hey, works. Hey, wait a minute. Did you all know that we the worst team gets the first this. pick? We did not see this coming at all. Carl says, quote, the funky thing about the NFL draft process is he'd, meaning Caleb, almost be better off not getting drafted than being drafted first. The system is completely backwards. The way the system is constructed, you go to the worst possible situation, <laughs> the worst possible team, hey, the worst organization. We want to go to the team that just won the Super Bowl because they obviously don't have a quarterback. So it's the gift and the curse. Um. So I guess what you know, not to read the whole article, but they're threatening. If they don't like the team that's going to draft them, they're going to go back to USC for another year and, and try it again the year after that, which I have some unfortunate news for Carl. The team is still bad. That's the next year is going to work the same way. Any, any way part of this has to do with their influence by Cliff now, and Cliff has this disdain for the Cardinals and the way everything went down, so he's trashing Arizona. Well, who knows if the Cardinals are going to get the first pick well, or not? People are assuming that they're going to tank and try to get it, so I think that's part of it. But yeah, to add surprise as if he just figured out this is how this happens. Hey, wait a like, second! Guess what? The Chiefs don't want uh, your son. They don't need him. They've got the greatest quarterback in the league right now. So yeah, that is how it works, Carl. How come the bad teams get the best players? <laughs> This isn't fair at all. Wait a minute. We can't just stay in L.A. and play for the Rams? Why well, isn't there a bidding process on my son like there is in college football? That was a lot better. Man, do you remember that October day in the Cotton Bowl, how likable Caleb Williams was? I remember all of to you guys where falling in love with him immediately. To yes. where he is now. Uh -huh. Someone yeah. said uh, yesterday, he just wants to be drafted where there's good shopping. <laughs> You know, there's only planes. You know, not the flying ones. Planes. 
Anyway, we'll see how that works out for Carl. I mean, we've had quarterbacks like strong arm the draft before. Sure, I mean, the Mannings you know, did it Eli, with Eli, yeah. Eli did it, and there's been some others, but like just flat saying, I ain't going. That would be funny. Kim Mulkey is set to become the highest earner in women's basketball history. LSU will reportedly offer Kim Mulkey a 10-year, $32 million contract extension. The extension reportedly won't be finalized until Friday. Um, so $3.2 million a year for the next 10 years. How, I wonder how old she is. I haven't been saying this story how old she is. 10 years is a long contract, man. Obviously, they won the national championship last year. So uh, riding high, but... Uh, how about that? We get to see Kim Mulkey again in the SEC, Teach. Do you know how many sequins uh, that type of money will buy? Can't yeah, wait to see that. Yeah, this will barely cover her clothing boa contract. Boa feathers and everything else, man. It'll She'll really be dressing snazzy now. At first time LSU comes to Norman, you think uh, Sherry Cole will roll out and uh, just, you know, for picture opportunities and a hug on the sidelines and everything? Uh, that's a big fat no. Good friends reunited <laughs> again. Big fat no. <laughs> think, you think Sherry will have her over the house the night before just to reminisce? Kim Mulkey about to bank. Good for her. TJ, are you paying attention to the weather? I am. Woo! Look at next week. Well... I'm talking about Hurricane Lee. Oh, no. Hurricane Lee is growing into a beast, churning over the Atlantic Ocean, intensifying quickly. They are projecting Category 4, maybe Category 5, maybe Category 6. Whoa. I didn't even know there was a Category 6. Uh, it is going to go north of the Caribbean islands, north of the Bahamas, they are hoping it turns north and just goes up the coastline, which would still dump tons of rain and cause all kinds of problems. But they're hoping that this thing does not just crash directly into wherever, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina. That would be a disaster. So uh, please, Lee, turn right. The Most of the models are projecting it will turn right here a bit, but this thing is massive the biggest hurricane of the year and it is uh it's looking like a monster that intends on causing problems now what is next week's forecast for us looking like you seems like you like it well i know uh starting around uh sunday we start getting a uh, cold front come through i think it's uh mid next week tuesday wednesday thursday all those days highs in the 70s is what's predicted with lows in the 50s no. Are you looking at the Alaskan forecast nope, nope, left over nope. from for the uh looking at the highs Norman, in the seventies? Norman OKC metro area. Yeah, that's that's what uh Damon Lane's been telling me the last couple of days. Let me pull oh, up his uh man, that sounds great. Yeah. I'm gonna need a, a light jacket or shawl. Shawl. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Let me uh pull this up here. 
Ten day forecast. Mackie weather forecast yeah. here. Going on. here we go. Uh Monday, high of seventy eight, Tuesday, high of seventy nine, Wednesday, high of seventy six, Thursday, high of seventy six. Oh. Next Friday, high of seventy eight. Saturday, uh this isn't Tulsa, but okay, see so probably similar uh for the Tulsa game. Yeah, they're right up the turnpike from yeah. each other. Uh high of eighty three, low of sixty. Oh heavens to Betsy. Doesn't that sound delightful? It does. It does. Uh, this Saturday, Betsy. this Saturday, by the way, right now, high of ninety-three. If you are headed to the uh, Sooner game, on and finally, DJ, I finally found a competition that you and I might be able to dominate. Dateline: Bresna Montenegro. There are still seven competitors alive in the laziest citizen competition. (laughs) It started with 21 people lying down on mats, vying for the laziest citizen competition. They have already smashed the previous record. Uh, Last year's contest, you have to stay laying down, TJ, lying down. Last year's record was 117 consecutive hours. These seven competitors are now into their 21st day of lying down. They are way past the record. Like, lying down how? Like, can you prop yourself up? Can you roll over? Like, what's the rules here? I'll get there. Okay. Uh, The contest was launched in the tiny Adriatic country 12 years ago to mock a popular myth that labels... Montenegrins as lazy. So they decided, we'll show you. And they started having the laziest citizen competition. (laughs) 463 hours so far as of last night. The rules stipulate that standing or sitting are considered a violation and grounds for immediate disqualification. How do you do something that rhymes with sitting? Um, you can read, you can use a cell phone, but obviously you have to do so lying down. Huh. 10-minute uh, bathroom breaks are allowed every okay. eight hours. Uh, eight hours? Goodness, I wouldn't make that anymore. I, get, I You think you stand up to do that, or do they just bring you over? You have to keep laying down to... <laughs> It doesn't say. Anyway, Deej, this has our name written all over it right no, here. No, I couldn't do that. Like, man, I, I sleep for a good eight, machine. eight and a half hours, and then my back's all sore. Like, I got to get up and walk around, you know. You're out? I'm out. I'm You're out. out on the laziest yeah. citizen competition? Now, if uh, they just want someone that sits around in a recliner... Watching uh, bad Rangers baseball and eating uh, cakes that look like pimento cheese. I'm in on that. But I got to walk back and forth to cut my cake and stuff, you know. This is what I want to see on ESPN. I want This is what I want broadcast. The laziest citizen <laughs> It's a 24-hour feed on these be people, all over yeah. yeah it should be all over. And that's the news for this Thursday, September 7th. 7.18 in the morning. T-Row in the morning show rolls on next. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination.
The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino. Simply the best. High Tower Clinical brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show, bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. No cost or insurance needed to participate. Your medications provided for free. Patients are compensated for their time. Located in numerous metro locations, also coming soon to Ardmore. Studies in Crohn's disease, different uh, types of cancers here, some types of arthritis, all kinds of different trials going on. They believe everyone should have access to new treatment options through cl- clinical trial participation. You can visit them online, hightowerclinical.com, or call or text for more information, 405-831-5905. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, uh, just explained off the air, uh, Kendall was a little confused on the rules. He thought once he had the Jets, no one else could take it. So I had to explain to him, no. No, 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 hundred no, people no, yeah. can take the Jets. Everybody, if you can guys take the advance. Yeah. You just can't take the Jets again. So correct. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Carter wants the Commanders. I don't know how to read that in the Carter voice when he just sends in a normal text. So all right, <laughs> got it. Uh, that was for that works good. Yeah. Vicky G from Georgetown, Texas, wants the Ravens over the Texans. I got that's a long thing to write down. Vicky G from Georgetown, Texas wants the who? Ravens. Uh, Ravens. I actually okay. shortened that for you. She actually has here Vicky G, Boomer Sooner fan from Georgetown, Texas. Woo, takes that's Ravens. a lot. Uh, Dustin from Lawton would like the Washington Commanders. Oh, right. Leatherneck Sooner, if that is your name, wants the Lions. Guys, remember, when you text it in, send me your name just in case. So, Leatherneck Sooner, Lions? Uh, Lions, yes. At the Chiefs tonight? Yes. Leather At the next, Champs. Leatherneck Sooner must be Trevor LaFoon. I don't know. Glutton for punishment. Yeah, okay, go <laughs> yeah. ahead. <laughs> Once out of the contest. I'm rooting for quickly. the Lions tonight. Oh, go Lions. Go Lions, yeah. Anything to cause Andrew Shepard pain. That's what I cheer for. I'm kidding, Andrew. P- Plumber Jeff would Love like it. my Dallas Cowboys. Who do the Cowboys play first? At the Giants oh, Sunday that's right, night. That's right. That's right. That's right. You got a primetime game. Remember, you hardly oh, ever that get is. Those. We hardly ever get those. Yeah. Doug in T Town would like the Ravens. Man, nobody reads games and picks the way that I do. You're the best, baby. Uh, Lisa and Norman, and that Lisa is L E E S A. She would Thank like you for being uh, specific. the Washington Commanders. Alrighty. Week Bla- one, King of the Mountain. Get in between six and nine. Your picks have to come in between six and nine. Put your name on it. Yeah, go ahead. Blake Schlossler from Tulsa. Would What's like the, the last Ravens. name there? Schlossler. Can you spell it? Uh, S-C-H-L-O-S-S-E-R. Schlosser. Schlosser. And what's the team? Uh, the Ravens. Okay, Blake Schlosser. <laughs> Raven, I should, hang on, I got to dry off my mic. Okay, I got to spit all of it. <laughs> Phil, Phil, sorry, Blake. Phil Webb would like the Kansas City Chiefs. What was the uh, name on that selection? Phil Webb. What kind of questions that, Phil? <laughs> Phil Webb wants the Chiefs. Yes. All right, got it. Panda Almanza, <laughs> what's with the names all of a sudden? Panda, Panda Almanza? Almanza uh, would like the Cowboys. What's the, How do you spell the last name? A-L-M-A-N-Z-A. 
Cowboys. Okay, give me uh, two more this segment. Uh, Braden from Ark City, Kansas would like the Vikings. Man, listening from all over, courtesy of Affordable Door Company. I thought we, I thought we were uh, going off the air and out of business, and nobody. Well, according to, to my anymore. text line, which I am, I'm looking up at the what total. What happened to that? It keeps what going happened up. To nobody listening to our little station anymore, TJ. Uh, the unread text here, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be such a long email after the show. All right, keep going, keep going. What else you got? Uh, Sooner Todd would like the Steelers. Sooner Todd. The Steel Man. That's our first Steelers pick. Okay, one more, one more. Uh, one more. Oh, click. I'm going to give you two more because I accidentally just clicked on uh, I... the wrong one. TC and NC wants the Packers. North Carolina, you think? That's I think so. For? I think so. Uh-huh. And Sooner 52 is going Ravens. Ravens. Okay, get your picks in today or tomorrow, 6 and 9 a.m. Hundreds of picks will come in. If TJ doesn't read your selection, don't worry. He sends them all to me. And uh, but you got to get it in between six and nine. We have strict rules on this thing; otherwise, it gets lost in the middle of other shows, and we'll never find it. So, uh, and you got to put your name on it as well. Put your name on it. Now we got some high school going on tonight on the old KRFSports.tv. It's a Thursday night, I assume we do. Let me see here. I think Connor sent us. Uh, I was gonna say, yeah, I can pull up the schedule. Yeah, I got Connor. Yeah, Choctaw at Westmore tonight. Correct. Friday, we got Moore at Norman, Norman North at Santa Fe, PC North at Southmore, Mustang at Deer Creek, Edmund Memorial at Edmund North. They call that Edlam. Stillwater at Yukon, and Blanchard taking on my undefeated Piedmont Wildcats. That is a home game Friday night for uh, Piedmont. OU soccer back home tonight, by the way. They have moved the game back to try to help with the heat. It's gonna. It's not going to start till 8. So right around sunset, Murray State is in town. It has been an interesting start to the season for Matt Mott's team. 3-0 and at home, 0-3 on the road. So happy to be back home tonight, I'm sure. Again, 8 o'clock tonight if you want to check out some OU soccer. Um, Murray, it's on ESPN Plus, too, if you'd like to watch it. Speaking of, don't forget... This Saturday's football game, an ESPN Plus-only broadcast. Make sure you've got it. Have you seen the broadcast crew for Saturday night yet, TJ? I have not. I don't believe. I may have and just forgot. Your TV broadcasters are um, Sean Kinney, Ryan Leaf, and Tori Petrie. Like the dish. TV TV crew. Ryan Leaf will be in town to uh, be the color analyst for that game. Good for him. On Saturday. Talk about a turnaround in his life, man. Uh, He's doing good things now, so good for Ryan I was Lee. putting together the boards yesterday, and um, this jumped out at me. I know everybody's got a bunch of transfers, but this is just on their depth chart. So this is not everybody on the roster, but just the guys that you know are expected to play or have a chance to play. Uh, they have a transfer from Miami, Texas A&M. Those are running backs. Offensive line, Texas A&M, Texas, Auburn, Missouri, Miami, and Notre Dame. Wide receivers, Arizona State, Miami, Texas, TCU, Miami. They got a tight end from Arizona State. On defense, on the D-line, they've got transfers from Miami, Miami, OU. Corey Roberson had the pick six last week. Uh, They got a linebacker transfer from Minnesota, another one from Texas. Jeez. 
defensive back. They got a transfer from West Virginia, another one from LSU, another one from Florida, another one from Stanford. They got six guys on there too deep from Miami. Like a whole chunk of the Miami football team transferred to SMU. Well, you just gave the gut a little bit of some butterflies here. Yeah, I don't know if any of them are good players. I don't players, know if any of them are good, but coming but from they, legit programs. No, big-time programs. Yeah. And obviously a bunch of the Miami dudes got together and said, let's just go play in Dallas. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, Which could I mean, be a good or talent. bad thing for uh, SMU, uh, you know. We'll, we'll, to be determined, I guess. I think they're uh, – like. The running backs, for example, L.J. Johnson from A&M, Jalen Knighton from Miami. Good legit. running backs, yeah. Legit. Mm-hmm. Highly recruited, legit. The other guys, I don't know. I mean, I know Corey Roberson, but the other guys, um, Russell Maryland's son, your boy Russell Maryland's son is the tight end, R.J., 6'4", 233. Uh, Russell Preston Maryland Stone. has a son old enough to be in college? Yep. Preston Stone, playing. the quarterback, highest recruited um recruit highest recruited kid in smu history for a long time anyway yeah and you know yesterday as rich phillips was talking about waited his time went a little unusual route here how dare he how dare he waited two years progressed and then won the starting job so no i mean i'm not i'm not trying to scare people i just i i this is a good team much more uh you know they got a chance in the aac this year I think they're picked third in the preseason poll. Much more capable of an opponent than OU faced last week is what you're saying here. Yes. I would say. Hey, they're better than Texas State. I'm going to tell you that right now. Texas State won last week. I'm looking at OU's schedule. I think SMU is better than Arkansas State, better than Tulsa. Cincinnati. I think probably SMU is a better team than Cincinnati, but that game's on the road and it's the Big 12 opener for them and it's going to be a bunch of fanfare. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think they're probably better than the Iowa State team this year after everything that's happened to Iowa State. Right. Not Texas, probably not UCF, probably not Kansas. I'd be better than OSU right now. From what I've seen with OSU, I would say that it's pretty. I'd say they're better than West Virginia. Yeah. Maybe BYU. That game again. They didn't look great last week. I mean, they're better than probably half the teams on OU's schedule, or as good or better. So, world beaters, they're not going to be in the college football playoff, but a legitimately talented football team. And I'm excited to see what the OU defense looks like because I think we're going to get a real insight into whether they're better or not. Encouraging last week. The shutout was encouraging, but this is a real offense. And so I'm excited. Yeah, but will they get any pressure on the quarterback? That's the question, Toby. Um. I don't, I don't know, but I know you're joking about it. But that, I mean, that legitimately is something I'm excited to see, you know. Can they be disruptive in the backfield? Can they uh, get some pressure on Stone? Can they – the corners look great last week, but they're going to be playing 
much better talent this week? Is the tackling as solid as it was? Tackling, yes. Do they tackle as well as what last week looked like? That's a big solid. thing. Yeah. I, I got questions as to whether SMU can slow down Oklahoma. And I think OU wins the game, but good football team. SMU is a good football team. 735, we'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Got another uh, big commitment coming tomorrow night, TJ. Potentially, anyway. I mean, he's going to commit somewhere. Defense, a big defensive lineman. 7.30 tomorrow night. Oklahoma appears, according to the experts, to be in the lead. Trying to put together an historic defensive line class here with the Rolling Stone at all. So we'll see if uh, they can land another guy tomorrow night. Hey, Travis, if you're listening, give me percentages on uh, on OU getting this guy tomorrow night. All right, Teach. um, It is about time for you and I to make, not not today, but I mean we're getting close tomorrow's show, our Ref Royal Rumble picks for this week. They've been flooding in from our cohorts around the league after pretty universally abysmal week one. Nobody hit a upset. Half the league didn't get any points at all. There weren't many upsets to be had last week, though. I mean, Colorado and Duke and won. Duke, uh, but there weren't many to be had. So I want to run down some odds, uh, see if anything perks your ears up here as we go along, okay? Friday night, we got a good game. Kansas and Illinois play Friday night. It's in Lawrence, KU favored by three at home. Illinois has got a good defense. That'd be a good game. Uh, Saturday. Here we go, Saturday. Notre Dame, seven-and-a-half-point road favorite at NC State. Could be tricky Mm. right there. Mm. That's in your upset range. That perked your ears up, I could tell. That perked them up. Colorado and Nebraska. I don't know if you know this, but Dion and the Buffaloes won game one. Yeah, this dude. I believe. This, this has not been reported yet, but sources tell me Dion intends to take the field atop Ralphie on yeah, Saturday. Seems dangerous, but all right. You you think Dion can't handle Ralphie? You obviously don't. Wouldn't that be the best? I don't, I don't believe. I don't believe. Throw a saddle on a. I don't believe Throw he a can. Saddle on him. Uh, a man with no toes doesn't need to be uh, riding a buffalo. Uh, Travis Davidson says 90% OU for this guy tomorrow night. Uh, 10% the field. So he's, that's a pretty good That's a pretty good percentage. Colorado, by the way, two-and-a-half-point favorite over Nebraska. The game is in Boulder. Go Huskers, right, Teach? Yes. Here's one I've got my eye on right now. I'm going to tell you. Waco, Texas. Baylor coming off an embarrassing loss to Texas State. Yes. Home against a Utah team riding high after a season-opening win over Florida. Mm-hmm. Utah, a seven-and-a-half-point favorite in McLean Stadium. I don't know what will perk the chairman's ears, but that one's got my ears perked. <laughs> Okay, let's find a new word. <laughs> have you have you talked to Aranda this week? How's he doing? He's doing good. Um, 
the picture typically doesn't talk back. I just have conversations. It's kind of yeah. one-sided. But uh, he's feeling good. Yeah. Dave Aranda typically doesn't talk back. He's <laughs> one-sided. It's basically the same as interviewing the real guy or talking to the real guy. Kansas State hoping to move to 2-0. They get Troy Saturday in Manhattan. 16.5-point favorites are the Wildcats. Uh, let's see here. I'm just trying to find the good ones. I'm skipping past the rum-dums. Iowa and Iowa State. It is in Ames. Hawkeyes, a three-and-a-half-point pick on the road. Uh, that Texas State team that went into Waco and won on the road again this week at UTSA. UTSA favored by 13-and-a-half. Texas State just beat Baylor by 11 in Waco, and they're a 13-and-a-half-point dog at UTSA. Now, UTSA is a good team. Don't get me wrong, but that's interesting. Uh, this one you said had uh, the chairman's attention. Ole Miss at Tulane. Oh, I said it would have. I have not discussed picks with him at all this week yet. We're behind. Ole Miss Thursday. a seven-and-a-half-point road favorite over the Green Wave. Yeah. Two ranked teams here, Two by the ranked way. teams. It's kind of a strange spread there, I think. Well, Ole one Miss, of them's an SEC well, team. Well, one of them's an SEC team, and they did put up a lot of points last week. I get that, but... Yeah, really. Perky, perky. That's all I'm saying. Arkansas, 37.5 points over Kent State. Tulsa at Washington. TU, big second half in that season opening win. win. Now they got to go try to corral Michael Penix Jr. I like him a lot. Washington, 34.5 point favorite over the Kane. Ouch. That is a 4 o'clock kick Saturday afternoon. Uh, Sooners still at 16 and a half started at 14. Now 16 and a half point favorites over SMU. What do you think about that? Seems about not uh, enough. No, I, I think it's about right. I think it's about right. I'm looking forward to this game. Cincinnati. Very impressive in week one. They didn't play a good team, but Emory Jones, seven touchdowns. It was Eastern Kentucky. If I remember right, that they blew out. They go on the road. Cincinnati not supposed to be good this year. They've had a coaching change, and uh, they're not supposed to be good. They were picked right at the bottom of the Big 12. They're at Pitt. Uh, Saturday night, Pitt is supposed to be pretty good. Pitt favored by seven. Houston, now a Big 12 team at Rice. What did they? How did they get to that game? Do they just have... Do they carpool? There's no need to take public transportation. They just, well, I'm you just guessing a bus. Take you know. the Uber from your house to the stadium. <laughs> this isn't the seventh grade Whittier Irving game last night. I'm sure they'll take have a mom bus. drop you off. <laughs> right. Where you? Houston favored by nine and a half on the road. Texas Tech and Oregon, another game that um, intrigues me. Texas Tech, disappointing week one loss at Wyoming. Oregon put up 82 points in week one. The game is in Lubbock, TJ. It's a night game, and they've got fancy new lights they're proud of out there. I saw – I don't know how I got on the – you know the uh, the, the, the side of uh, the Twitter X that says uh, for you? Yes. Where they, 
they when I cross over they... to for you, it's like this different world that I can't escape. Sometimes oh, it's an evil no. dark, evil dark world over there in that for you section for me. <laughs> well, for some reason, Elon has decided I need all the Texas Tech information. Oh, so really? I get, I get huh. everything Texas Tech. Go Gauchos. Go every everything. Uh, I saw one thing they sent out. Nobody parties like Texas Tech. Nobody has a pregame party like Texas Tech. You know, it was like inviting everyone to something like that. So I for they some got reason, fancy new lights. He thought I needed to fall into this dude's world that's fighting Logan Paul soon, that he's going after Logan Paul's fiance. And there's apparently videos and pictures, and I can't escape any of it. I just can't. I don't know why it ended up for it. Oh I think because my son uh, drinks Prime and talks about drinking Prime, and that's uh, Logan Paul's energy drink. Or not hmm. energy drink, but uh, like a Gatorade is what it is. That Maybe that's why it started showing up. But I'm like, why is all this Logan Paul stuff in the For You section? Which it'll be more now that I've said it out loud. So yeah, Oregon's a six-and-a-half-point favorite in Lubbock. Uh, you know, I'm I, I go Oregon, but I would not be surprised at all if Tech makes that a game and maybe wins it. Uh, let's see what else I got here for you. Uh, UCF at Boise State, boy, there's a road trip, huh? UCF three and a half point favorite on the blue turf. Texas and Alabama has stayed steady. Bama favored by seven in Tuscaloosa, six o'clock ESPN. Saturday night. Um, anything else of no? Wisconsin's at Washington State. There's a lot of games in the 5-7 to seven range this week, TJ. So there will be some upset specials hit. Wisconsin, 6.5-point favorite at Washington State. Mississippi State hosting Arizona. Bulldogs, 9.5-point favorites. And uh, where's OSU at? Let me get down here to the late, late games. Oh, Florida State, 30-and-a-half over Southern Miss. Here it is. OSU, three-and-a-half point pick at Arizona State. One more, USC favored by 29-and-a-half at home against Stanford in their Pac-12 opener. I lied, one more. Auburn at Cal late Saturday night. Auburn, six-and-a-half point road favorite there. So a lot of pretty juicy upset special possibilities this week. 749, we'll be back. A true Sooner fan wouldn't be caught dead without the KREF app. Join the Army. Get the app. Tell your friends. This is The Ref, where diehard Sooner fans listen. A big thanks to Hightower Clinical. They bring you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. They believe everyone should have access to new treatment options through clinical trial participation. Find out more at HightowerClinical.com, or you can call or text them 405 831 59 05. Meyer Chevrolet. Have, I have been contacted by a, uh, a weather expert, Jazz yes. Bishop, tornado chaser. Yes. Says, T-Row, there is no such thing as a Category 6. Until so, there's a uh, Category 6. Thank you very much. Then there is. Well, apparently there's not. Right. Okay. So this is a. There a, was no such thing as a vanilla bean flavored pimento uh, bowl full of pimento cheese cake until Joe C had it created. Good point. Excellent point. Counterpoint made. First time okay. for everything, my friend. Loco, Ohio will take the Chiefs. I think Loco, Ohio is actually Jeff who said, I don't know how I became Loco, Ohio, but we'll put him down as Loco, Ohio. Yeah. Uh, well, he signed it that way, so all right. We'll Crazy in Ohio. Okay. Landon in Virginia. 
wants the commanders. Do we have the most Landons that listen to our show? Yep. Compared to any show in the country? I think we do. That's right. That's right. Uh, Aaron, Arian, uh, A-I-R-E-N in B-A. What do you think that hmm. is? Arian? I think it's Aaron, Aaron and Mom got creative with the spelling. Aaron yeah. in B-A. Okay. Yeah. Cincy. Oh, it's uh, the Bengals. I'm going to say Aaron is a female because of the spelling. Oh, okay. Well, apologies, apologies, Aaron, if you're a male. Yes, my apologies. But I'm guessing female based on the spelling yeah. there. Yeah. A lot of people think Toby is a woman's name, so don't be offended by that. Yeah. Okay. My apologies for getting your name and butchering it, uh, getting it wrong. Uh, what's with these names? Neil St <laughs> Stangeland would like the Ravens. Stangeland? S-T-A-N-G-E-L-A-N-D. Stangland, Stangland, uh, Ravens. All right. Uh, Jesse would like the Ravens. Just Jesse, huh? Just Jesse. Liz Tate, Baltimore, baby. That's what Liz would like. I like your attitude, Liz. Uh, Bruce Troxel would like the Washington Commanders. All these people putting their names on it, like yeah. we asked them yeah, to. Yeah, they are. Thank you so much. All right, keep going. Heartthrob Bob would like the Ravens. <laughs> That's got to be Bob Cunningham. <laughs> Ravens? Ravens? Or Stoops. It's either Cunningham or Stoops, one of the two. Steve Braun, listening in East Texas, would like the Commandos. Commanders? No, Commanders. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler. That's a different league. <laughs> Sorry. Tyler and Edmund would like the Ravens. Boy, if we can have the Ravens and... Um, Yep, commanders. commanders go down. Yep. That's beautiful. Oh, Richard and Nacogdoches would like the Dallas Cowboys. Just so you guys know, if you are new to the show, TJ and I we actively root against you. Root against oh, you. Yes. Week, every week. We want <laughs> we want this contest to be short as possible. We send each other high fives and hugs all NFL <laughs> season long when someone loses. Oh, that's right. He's a Cowboys for Richard and Nacogdoches, right? Yes. And last one here, Mr. OU would like the Philadelphia Eagles. Mr. OU, I didn't see him last Saturday. I saw him. I saw him on campus. Did you? Yeah, he was uh, pinked out. Yeah. Oh, really? Good for him. Uh, 8 o'clock, top of the hour. We'll be back.